Kennedy's at Lassiter's, hole after waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbor. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We have set up the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in a venue to be decided in a moment where we are, fictionally. I mean, it's the waterhole? Waterhole? Oh, come on, <laughs> Mayor Pachos. Yes, pop-up waterhole in the city. Could you imagine? Been here, you've been here when this burned down. Yep, yep, they're from the ashes. Charlie's Bar. Um... God, what's what's this? Lassiter's? We're within the, Charlie's? the Charlie's Bar. We're within the Lassiter's complex. Mm. Um, the Scarlet Bar. Yes. Anyway, I'm Vaya. Uh, Kate is here. Hello, Kate. Hi, everybody. CJ's here. Hello. And we've got a guest today, an esteemed guest from. We'll talk about where all the places that you're from, but Ramsey Street is one of the uh, yes. most impressive places. But we have Jess Carabjeet. Hello. Hello, everybody. It's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, as your comedy festival show states, you are a redundant neighbours writer. Who I am indeed. Who does stand-up. That's my official title. I was going to go with unemployed neighbours writer, does stand-up, but then my friend said that redundant was a funnier word. It's so funny. Yeah. 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 Redundant's yeah. an excellent comedy word. I mean, not so much funny in experience, lived experience, no. but funny no. in reflective yeah. comedy. Yeah, and it's not quite necessarily I got fired <laughs> redundancy, but it's still with the show's cancellation, I, like I just felt superfluous. I like know? it. Yeah. We felt superfluous too. We, exactly. didn't even, we weren't even on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel when it got cancelled? awful yeah Yeah. grief upon grief upon grief which is kind of what my comedy show's about um we are going to make sure that i fly on my little behind off tonight at the celebration tour yes so what in oh yeah what dates are you playing i'm doing the 17th 18th and 19th which is tomorrow till wednesday amazing so well you know what they say about the secret put it out there i know because this might not be online in time unless we do really edit we might just have to do a retrospective how great was the comedy show it was amazing yeah we are going. You did. Neighbours is repping. Yeah, you love it. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a fantastic thing to see, you know, from grief we laugh. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that's that's how we get through it. Yeah. And that was the whole purpose, I think. Yeah. Mm. There's, I have re- heard recently what I think is a ludicrous rumour mm. that people have been saying Neighbours was never cancelled. Yes, Nostradamus. That's what yeah. they call you, isn't it? <laughs> Kestradamus. Yeah. Which to me feels quite offensive to like put all of the cast and crew through the trauma of losing their jobs and then people say yeah. oh no it never really happened yeah look I wasn't obviously party to any key key conversations but um I know someone who's now in the crew that's come over from uh, New Zealand which is where I live now and I know yeah for a fact that's that's not true yeah there's so many different components and a lot of people who aren't returning to the show. Yeah. Mm. People, people of moved house and got yeah. new jobs. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's very rare, definitely in, in the Australian entertainment industry, for just to shut down a production and, yeah. hope, and hope for the best that yeah. you'll get picked up. Also, I, yeah. I 100% believe that they were flogging the dead horse of Neighbours to all and sundry yeah. whilst yeah. If, after it had been cancelled everything. And obviously they did. They finally got it across the line yeah. with Amazon. But that it was cancelled. It was for all intents... And person, in yeah. intents and purposes, basically flatlined. Yeah. But yeah, and things the, like yeah. this is what brought it back together. And yeah. the UK yeah. petition and people yeah. showing massive love. And as you've already pointed out, evil Bezos being smart. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Because 
many people want to watch this show. Mm. And now walking it back just for a second, you are mm. New Zealand via, is it Yorkshire, did you say? Yes, it? it is. Yeah, I grew up really close to Emmerdale, if we're doing like a soap opera map of the world. Sure. Yeah, uh, so always watch Neighbours. It was my key soap from seven, eight years old, um, obsessively watching it with my mum telling my boyfriend that I had to go home early for my dinner, but really I just wanted to watch TV <laughs> with her. Yeah. So how, how did that work? Like, the, it seems inconvenient timing to watch Neighbours. Well, well, so you'd finish school, you'd go home, you'd probably kiss a boy for a little while, and then you'd say, no, I've got to be back. I've got to be back by 5.30. <laughs> and I love it. I Yeah, I'm glad I did that because Neighbours has given me more in my life than that boy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you left him to go. <laughs> Me too. Watch it. Did yeah. you, Jess, uh, did, how did you manifest a job on the production? Yeah, it was weird, to be honest. Um, I, I, done a, I did a, a master's degree in screenwriting, uh, but it was all just hypothetical. And then um, I ended a relationship with another boy that was not a nice boy either. Uh, pattern emerging there, what can I say? And I ended up getting a job on Cold Feet, which was kind of like oh, yeah, a yeah. friend's British yeah, show. Amazing. Yeah, but it was a good show. Yeah, yeah, and they had a revival, so I worked, um, a job fell into my lap in the script department there, oh. and I then didn't get a, a, a new contract with that show the next year, but the showrunner lives in Sydney, Mike Bullen, uh, is a really lovely man who sort of took me under his wing, and I'd helped him work on some storylines for that TV show, and he'd said, look, you're good at what you do, um, what's next? And I just plucked it from thin air. I love Neighbours, obviously. It was this ridiculous pipe dream. And then I, yeah, backpacked across the world and wrangled my way into the story room. What can I say? Yeah. So in the story room, you've, mm. so you've done storylining, script editing and script writing. Yes, I did all three, yeah. And what, could you sort of walk us through a couple of standout plot points from your time that you would claim responsibility for? Yeah. Or that you had a big hand in? Yeah, I will. These are little, um, these are spoilers for my show, but hey, the, the, well, the us, this will air. This will yeah. air. No, it's fine. This is a beautiful tidbit. Yeah. No, no, no. I um, I got there and when I was about to get the job, we, well, you had the referendum for gay marriage, yeah. which was incredible. And then when I got into the room and, and I was working on the script bank, we were looking at Aaron and David's proposal. And it really bothered me as a queer person that they both wanted to propose, if you remember, but they only had the one ring. Mm. And so I added in the little ring pull from the can that they oh, saw. What a lovely bit. Yeah, and I sort of, I loved it because I, I felt like I made, yeah. I made Aussie gay marriage history and yes. I just was so, so touched that, that they took on that script note and said, yeah, hey, that's a great idea. Um, so, yeah, that was a real standout. And then to watch that whole process, uh, I did bits and bobs for Magda Zubansky and could work on comedy. If you remember the, I can't even pronounce it, the, the Huega are we oh, going to go for all that ridiculousness? The the Kennedys rebrand. It was obviously on the cards to happen, but then it was that idea of, of how to make that happen. Oh. And then I know this is a controversial one, but I really rallied for Chelly. Um, oh, I can't stand it. No, I know, but but it, only controversial because Ellie 
shit sus. Well, he's a hot mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Not controversial. Yes. She, she's not going to be hanging around to well, do yeah. palliative care for Chloe. Yeah. Sapphic yeah. love is not controversial. More of it on Neighbours. Come on board. That's exactly it. I, as a bisexual woman, was really keen to try and figure out a way that there would be more than one Chloe on the screen. And, and so yeah. I sort of thought for that a little bit. And they led to a relationship. Yeah, which was, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, yesteryear, like Sky experimenting yeah. is one thing, but leading yeah. to a relationship and a big traumatic relationship breakdown oh, on the side yeah, of it, exactly. of course. Yeah. How did they, do you know how they broke that whole plot of the... I um, slept with your sister. At the wedding? Like the whole oh, wedding man. breakdown? Not quite. So the original pitch that I'd suggested to Jace in the, in the, in the story Executive meeting... Executive producer. ...was Piper... And Chloe. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I really get on board with Piper and Chloe. Well, because Mavorni had made comments about feeling a bit of a bisexual vibe from Piper. Yes. Um, And I think she was on the way out of the show... And I just, there was just something about it. And yeah, I probably had a crush on Mavorni. And, and, and she's got the Brennan connection too. She could have yeah, messed some stuff up there. Yeah, and that was the response. Jay sort of thought on it for a moment and said, you know what, that's a, that's a passive storyline because we no longer have Tyler on the show. So to make it active, it would naturally be Ellie. So it was amazing. It was amazing to see like the cogs were. Yeah. And, but Mavorni does read a bit young on screen for Chloe. Mm. Like, yeah, I feel, I feel like at least yeah, yeah, Ellie's yeah, a bit yeah. more contemporary yeah. of Chloe's. yeah. Um, well, yeah. bloody well done. That must have been amazing to ride that fan wave of Oh, it was passion. so cool. Um, <laughs> and just seeing how each of the departments responded to plot points or script points and art direction and everything like that was really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like obviously I think Chloe deserved better, mm. but there's no better <laughs> moment than the, you know, um, Chloe and Brennan in the courtyard and that relationship breakdown mm. and just drama, drama, drama. I will is, say as know. well, I was saying to Vaya before we started that I listened to you religiously on my way to Nana Wadding every we chance I got. Yes. I would just take on board your thoughts and your sort of intuition about different storylines. But you made me hate Mark Brennan. And, and I, <laughs> to be honest, I'm a bit resentful about that because I liked nah, him for a right long, long time. We right. And then your mean nickname of him. I can't even remember it now. Dick Cop, if I can Dick say Cop. that down Dick a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no. look, by the end, I love to hate him because yeah. oh my gosh, he yeah. got some really funny stuff to do. Yeah. Like the clean freak stuff and yeah. being oh. really straight laced. Oh, the flax linen bed sheets <laughs> and, and a resting page at the wedding. Oh, he was yeah. awesome. Oh, what a piece of shit. That, that was, was, that was his was. real low light to me. Yeah. And then they got back together. What is yeah. wrong with Paige? Although, what did CJ just pour, brought up? Mm. Wanting a baby. That was humanising. Yeah. That was a nice yeah. and the breath of fresh air. The loss oh, the of Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. Don't even start me on the ca- baby Caitlin storyline. <laughs> well, I accidentally watched so a bit unethical. of that the other day, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Amazing. Were there any ceramic pigs that you had a hand in, Jess? Mm. Not massively. <laughs> There's another wonderful storyliner, Matt Bond, who really, he's always keen for the, the sea strand humour stories. Sea strand. Um, I did a lot to do with Ellie and Finn and B and kind of wheelchair mayhem, which as someone with a hidden disability was a bit at times. But um, to be honest, I wasn't honest about that when I worked mm. on the show. Uh, I told them I was queer, but that was it. So um, you can only, it's on me. There's only so much you can heap on them. Well, quite, yeah. Hey, I'm highly intersectional, but I'm going to talk about this only yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is oh, well, you're marketing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, they were sweet by the end of the show when I was honest with them and said, yeah. I've got these requirements. Um, and then, yeah, they were great. Is it an extra challenge in this day and age with all these additional awarenesses of um, yeah. more disability, sexuality, yeah. races, yeah. like everything? Yeah. Uh, it's Obviously, it's always been an issue, but... Um, we get more awareness with each year. Of... And that, that was the lovely thing by the, the end of Neighbours um, when compared to the 2012 episodes we've been mm. watching. Where it's like, wow, like it's it's so much more inclusive. Yeah. Like, you know, 2022 yeah. compared to 10 years earlier. For yeah. context, um, I grew up with the Kapoor's and being half Indian, I'd always wanted to be reflected on screen, but but I hated them. We all hated them. We were kind of encouraged to, to a degree as well, with yeah, them being right. kind of villainous. Um, yeah, so it's been really interesting. I loved working with Yashvi and Mishti and, and Sharon Dippy, yeah. I, it is tricky when you bring an entire family on mass yeah. and they kind of, there's a lot of pressure on the whole unit. You've mm. got to work as a unit. Otherwise, you're going to all be hated and you're all going to be shipped out. There's yeah. so, so much yeah. pressure, whereas a lot of the other families on the street don't get that. But mm. then I remember the Scully's arrival and just adored them immediately. Yeah. And maybe that was just me finding three blondes really yeah. attractive. <laughs> it's like, oh, my collection of Barbies just moved into the street. I know, right, all right. That wasn't a good example. <laughs> it's okay. It's uh, the pieces to our puzzle of no, the they human, fun, but you know? it was also the, um, the comedic acting from... Um, Joe and Lynn as oh, well in yeah. that family. Like they, yeah. they, were, they yeah. came in as a whirlwind, didn't they? Yeah. They were yeah, they were amazing. They were great. And the conflict with Steph and Libby, that was always yeah. a big one when I was growing Classic. up. Bloody Steph. Yeah, really gravitated towards. Um well Jess, mm. we were gonna cover a few of the episodes we watched in twenty twelve from um six three two one to six three two five. And it's quite pertinent because in that week they cast celebrated Australia Day and fully, fully celebrated it. Mm. And I had full body cringe. Mm. Oh, me too. Because do you want to walk us through CJ as a marketer? Walk us through the event that the that the, I guess Erinsborough Council put on. Yeah, times have changed, haven't they? They have, and it was interesting because I think you know, as as we watch old episodes of Neighbours, we'll see the change slowly occur around yeah. um, Invasion Day. Particularly after um, Nate came Yes, yeah. yeah, particularly Nate and just, you know, the inclusion that we've just been talking about in general. Um, but so basically the council had an event on at the Murder Rotunda Lake yeah. area. Yeah, and It's not even a Murder Rotunda yet. It's just no, a rotunda. It's not. <laughs> oh, my gosh, we get to see that just, soon yeah. or not see it as, the, you know, as it will be. Um, but so basically... Not everyone is going, but in classic neighbours times, it just sort of ends up that everyone ends up down yeah, there. Like someone was going to go to the big day out. Who was going to go oh, to the yeah, big day Piper. out? Oh, yeah, that was She got tickets and I looked up who was headlining that year. Um, and Sophie. who was it? Uh, Kanye in Soundgarden. Oh, my wow. God. Bloody epic. So, but also, also, friends. So, and she missed it for that. I know. Imagine mm. saying, I saw Kanye back in 2012. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I saw Kanye before he was. Yeah, you know. See, back then, Kanye, you could go to a Kanye concert and not be judged. Yeah. I was going to say that Friend, Friends or Rom also played there. And I'd actually thought when I watched the first episode of the week, after watching Michael, that we need to finish the episode with Friends or Rom's A Punch in the Face in tribute to him. <laughs> and, and like, for context, I went to the next big day out. So, like, in regard to, like, re-watching old things, like, I remember going to that next big day out 
and it's still being on mm. on that day. And, you know, so that's where Australia was at. Whereas at yeah. the time. music festivals now distance themselves from that day. So, so yeah, the they big do. day out was mm. epic. I went in, I think, 97 and I saw Neighbours' own um, Dave Graney play on a small oh, yes. stage there, which was really fun. So Christos is in a bit of a, you know, it's, he's in a bit of a moment with the nurse. Yeah, there's an unresolved tension with Aiden that um, Tash is really shipping. Yeah, I, I appreciate how proactive she's been. Uh, Tash is really leaning into if it. If I was single in my up. 20s, I would want Natasha Williams to advocate for me out uh, on the scene. 100%. And she, so she's leaning in. Christos is not all that keen. Nurse Aiden asks him out at some point and he just sort of says, I've got a lot on. And it's mainly about his dad and him just sorting out his And I know, think a little bit feeling bit. like he's not... When, you, when a hot guy approaches you, you're just like, oh, no, I can't do this. <laughs> yes, and it's and it was it was public. Yeah. And, you know, he's out now, I guess, and it's, you know, it's complex. The sheer awkwardness of Luzicus <laughs> trying to gently probe about whether Aiden is also gay. Oh, that was, oh that was full body cringe yeah. as well. That's and Tash just walks up and what does she say? Aiden, gay Aiden, or straight? Gay. <laughs> also, by the way, back then there was two options. Gay yeah, or straight. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, ten years, and they they all head down. And also, there's an, another date happening, and Tash basically just raids that um, esky. Luzicus and Amelia oh, are having an esky. What, what a blessing oh for I Amelia! Thought I thought she'd give it him the ass in the previous mm. batch of episodes. I think that Luzicus doesn't know they're broken up. And it's just it's a bit <laughs> awkward, really. Oh, can we say he's per, for this season of twenty of twenty twelve. He is the perennial saddest bitch in Aaron's yeah. bones. Yeah, yeah, he really I is. Um, that too. Jess, give us some insight into how what when you want to get the entire cast at the lake for all the storylines to kind of converge. What sort of planning goes into that, or how do you kind of allow for all oh, of those I, threads? I just don't know how that would be possible anymore. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. I think if you see so many big events that have happened over the last five years or so, it's highly unlikely that you'll ever get most mm. of the cast. It's just so much scheduling and, and contractual issues, I think, that are yeah. involved. So, yeah, when there are loads of people around, it's really great, obviously, but... Yeah, it's tricky. Very tricky. And what was your vibe when you consumed these episodes going back? Well, I've just realised that my ADHD means I watched 6125, not 6325. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What was going on then? Uh, So that was about Summer writing a dating column for Chris. She's another another saddest bitch. Well, that was a bit dodgy because it was kind of like... Just not summer vibes. And then I rewatched it. Even and journalism's come a long way since yeah. then. Like, where was she writing that for? For for the Aaronsborough News. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the news. A dating column. Yeah, <laughs> where she was really mean to people and told them, oh, sort yeah. of like, get over your drama, they don't like you. What's she drawing from in her well of experience? Chris was giving her advice. It was really weird. Oh, Chris. No. Yeah, yeah. No. And then Vanessa and, and Reese and uh, Lucas were having that love triangle. Because I haven't seen Vanessa yet. Is she No, we ha- I haven't gone watched any Vanessa episodes no. yet. No. Oh. Well, that's exciting. Bit of a preview to what we have ahead. Um, I mean, I, I remember being bitterly disappointed that she didn't end up with Reese. So... Mm. Poor lady, she's up. Well, actually, I mean, she's living in Dalesford. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah, living yeah. in Dalesford with Luzicus. No, she, that's isolated. To be and honest, she's making the cupcakes. 
always yeah. the cupcakes. Having, uh, having 500 kids. That was very relatable, having someone that was super into baking. Because that was at the time that cupcakes were having a, re- a real moment in the zeitgeist. Hang on. But she was always so impeccably dressed. Yeah. Those yeah. dresses, would you really bake cupcakes looking yeah. that glam? I mean, she fabulous? had lovely aprons to match. Well, quite, yeah. <laughs> um, so, this yeah, is so also- can, can I go back to that barbecue? Yeah. Mm. The barbecue that was at the Australia Day picnic? Yes. They had a single burner council barbecue there cooking the snags for everyone at the picnic. Mm. Like they you had could, to queue up for. You could fit maybe 30 sausages on it at once. What a nightmare. But I would have been like, nah, get out of here. We're going to Harold's. Oh, yeah, we're going to the pub. We're <laughs> yeah. going. Oh, someone else was. Oh, didn't um, Andrew want to go to the Australian Open? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That is so Andrew and, yeah. you know, upper class yeah. to be like, we've got to the Australian Open because it's, it's so easy to get tickets on Australia Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not just a ground pass. For the, that's the men's final. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also the other thing, oh, the other thing is people were going around wishing each other a happy Australia Day. Like, happy Australia Day. Oh, that, that was all oh, so cringy. Um, happy Invasion Day. It was a different time, but I think it, it's worth noting it was a different time for me. But it wasn't a different time for some other people. So, oh, yeah, I, I mean, what, I, a, what a terrifying thing for people to re-watch, you know. I don't, yeah, back in 2012, I don't think anybody that we know would have said, oh, happy Australia Day no. at all. Like, like, they made it extra cringe even for the time. Yeah. But it's now, it's, now it's just kind of like, nah, it's kind of seen as being a bit racist. Yeah. 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 As well as cringe. Yeah. But I imagine it was sort of for the UK audience maybe. Oh, yeah. 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 To say, we have this thing, it's like our independence We've day. got a day off. <laughs> That's what yeah, yeah. I mean, the public holiday. We can't argue exactly. with that. Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. One more thing I want to raise from this week, which is probably the clangor that I really enjoyed, was the um, the whole 3D TV chat. So oh, I wrote that in my notes too. <laughs> Paul Paul comes in and decor shames Carl. He's like, what's your bachelor pad? You going to redecorate? I've got a new TV. You going to get a new TV? My notes actually says Andrew's TV has 3D and then the skull emoji after that. <laughs> and but that was Chris, a fad. Yeah, Chris and, and Summer are going to go watch the Robinsons' huge TV. So then Carl has to go out and buy one. And he's like, oh, no, come and, come and watch the cricket at my house. Oh, I know. And then watching the cricket yeah. of oh, all grim. terrible things, you know. But, you know, Paul's advice on buying a new TV. And, of course, you know, you've got to check how many HDMI inputs yeah. you need. <laughs> Have you ever walked into JB Hi-Fi gone now? Like, who's going to talk to you about the HDMI inputs? We've just been having a chat with um, Lynn Lynn who runs Plain Jane's Super Brain Instagram page. Oh, that's what she runs. Yep. She just met Plain Jane. Oh, she yeah. did. Lovely. And um, she said slay to us. Yes. I feel like HDMI cables and Paul. Slay. Yes. Slay. Mm-hmm. slay. <laughs> well, I think we should wrap it up because we want to go chat to some of our pals that have yes. come here to the Waterhole, yeah. our Neighbours Council community, and when, then we're all going to go watch the live show together, yes. Na- Neighbours in yes. Celebration yes. Tour. Um, Jess, mm. thank you for coming and chatting thank to us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so amazing. And we're also going to see you tomorrow night at the I Comedy Festival. That. That'll be awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. And people can follow. Where should we send people to follow you? Uh, you can find me at Jess Karamjeet. Instagram, K-A-R-A-M-J-W-E-T. And I'll be heading over to Edinburgh Festival 2024. And now CJ's literally passed the podcast recorder around, just like at um, the podcast studio at the Backpackers, whatever it was, at the Hub. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, how, the, how, the Buzzy Hub. How they said to call it, whoever they were interviewing, they were like, can you just turn it off when you leave? CJ just passed our recorder around and wandered off to the bar. And I remember Clojito. back then thinking, gosh, it's hard to record by yourself. And I've just asked that of our listeners. And, <laughs> and you know what? 
They said yes and. And they delivered. Yeah. Here they are. Thanks, gang. Chat soon. Bye. Bye. Hello, Neighbours. This is Jeffrey Gabriel. I'm on the Neighbours Council and I occasionally tweet about Neighbours on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Gabriel. I have just been to the meet and greet and it was fantastic. I was really nervous, but all the cast members were nice. April, Lucinda and Tim in the first group and then Anne, Ian, Annie and Alan in the second group. And now I am here at the Neighbours Council meetup at Young and Jackson's and it's just really good to be among friends. Uh, I've come down from Sydney for this. Uh, not many of my friends are Neighbours fans back home and it's just really good to be among like-minded people and everybody here is really nice and I absolutely cannot wait for the show tonight. Uh, love you all. Hi, it's Mary. I'm from Townsville and I've travelled down for the weekend for the Neighbours Celebration Show. And I've been watching Neighbours for most of my life, off and on as a child, but full-time as an adult. Um, I'm a bit of a fan, and I did specialise in Neighbours when I went on Mastermind um, at the beginning of the year. So I know some things about the final season, if you want to quiz me. And I'm really looking forward to tonight, and it's great to be meeting all the other fans here. And I'm looking forward to listening to this episode as well. And uh, it's just wonderful to be here and celebrating this. Hey, Neighbours listeners, this is Chris here. You might recognise me from the council. So I've come to this event from Perth, Western Australia. I'm really excited to be here. It's been a great uh, meet-up so far. And I can't wait to see the tour later on. And I also can't wait for the show to return as well. It's quite cool considering the fact that I didn't get to see much of it live at all and never thought I would again. So I'm happy as a viewer, but also for the people who work on the show as well who would have lost their jobs temporarily I hope that a lot of those people got to get their jobs back as well. Thank you, Neighbours Pod. Hi, I'm Jody from Brisbane. Uh, I went to the meet and greet. Uh, all of the stars were lovely to meet. They were all down to earth. My favourite was meeting uh, Chloe, Mel and also Leo. Uh, they were all great. All start having a conversation with everyone and very down to earth. Hi, I'm Chris and I'm from Brisbane. We, we went, did the meet and greet, which we absolutely loved. Uh, my favourites were meeting Harold and Madge and also Melanie. It was a good time and I'm really looking forward to going back to see them all again tonight. Hello, my name's Rebecca. I got to go see the meet and greet today and I was beside myself with the excitement. My favourite guest I was meeting... And Charleston, what a superstar. She is the most gorgeous lady ever. I want her to be my mother. I hope everyone is enjoying this neighbour celebration today just as much as I am. Hello, this is Rodney. The meet and greet was amazing. It was great meeting them all. I can't even pick one out, but it was even better meeting CJ, Kate, Bayer. Hey, this is Melanie from the Sunshine Coast, and I just uh, went to the meet and greet. I had a fantastic time. I really enjoyed meeting Madge and Harold. Hi, I'm Ava, and I'm friends with Baby Match. Do you like watching Neighbours? Yes, and I have been, and I went on a tour. Oh, my goodness, that must have been so fun. What was your favourite part? Um, maybe just going to, like, the Neighbours, like, um, houses and like seeing what they like do on there. Are you excited to go to the show tonight? Yes, I'm very excited. Hello, I'm Pam Powder, reporting here from Young and Jackson's on the Neighbours Celebration Tour. 
Um, I've been watching Neighbours since 1988. I grew up in Tasmania and we only had two TV channels. So Neighbours didn't actually start showing in Tasmania until 1988. And the opening episode was a double episode, actually. It was two tacked together. And it was none other than Scott and Charlene's wedding, which was my first introduction to Neighbours. And I was smitten, absolutely smitten. It was, I think it was Angry Anderson's, you know, suddenly the baby's breath in Kylie's hair or Charlene's hair as she wore her beautiful gown that I just fell in love with the show. Um, but we just did the meet and greet. I did the meet and greet with my friend Natasha. And I couldn't believe that they had wheeled uh, Madge out. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and they were so lovely and accommodating. Um, and it really felt like they really were our friends and our old neighbours. So it was been really fun. But I'm going to introduce you to my friend Natasha. She's, an ex she's from the UK. So she's got an even bigger connection to Neighbours than I have. Hello there, I'm Natasha. Yeah, I pretty much grew up watching Neighbours. And it is basically why I moved to Australia. Um, although I then found out that after doing the tour, Neighbours lied to me. It does not always shine, especially in Melbourne. The sun doesn't always shine. It's bloody cold here. Yeah, all mealtimes in the UK revolved around Neighbours. And coming here was incredibly hard because around one o'clock and five o'clock, I'd be like, lunch, dinner, get my lunch, dinner ready, turn the TV on. No Neighbours. I'd miss it by an hour because I'd forget it was on at half six which was just far too late for neighbours to be coming on in my opinion yeah but it carried on through uni we've just always grown up having our meal times revolving around neighbours we um, just did the meet and greet it was like meeting old friends um, like they're just so familiar and my dream has always been to live somewhere like Ramsey Street and where else could I do that? But in Melbourne. And I'm fortunate enough that I actually said this to one of my neighbours who then proceeded to make it happen and had a party at their house and invited all the neighbours. So it kind of is like Ramsey Street where I live, which is awesome. Everyone says hello to each other. I drop baked goods off and it's just awesome. I owe it to neighbours and all the other Australian soaps that I grew up watching that I now live in Australia. I, I'm Tom, I'm Mr. Gilmore on Twitter. I have God, been watching Neighbours as long as I can remember, uh, which is a very long time. You've just been to the meet and greet with the cast. Uh, my God, they were so lovely, so, so lovely. Um, Annie, Annie was so good. I've got a great picture of Madge coming out of my armpit. That's also amazing. Uh, so fantastic, they, they were so lovely. Wow, so the neighbors coming back? I don't know, it's tough. It's tough because the final episode was so perfect. I've never seen a more perfect end to a TV show in my life. And now it's coming back and don't know what to expect. We don't know who's really in it yet. So lots to come and hopefully tonight we'll get the confirmation that Mel is actually going to be back, even though she essentially told us that you know, today. But, you know, so excited, trepidation, but lots of fun still to be had. Hi, I'm Catherine. <laughs> I've been watching Neighbours for 25, 26 years. First ever episode was when Carl did the dirty on Susan and kissed Sarah Beaumont. And I was hooked as a seven-year-old or whatever I was. I was hooked. And yeah, haven't stopped watching it since.
um, have did the meet and greet today. The huge thing was just meeting Anne and Ian, Harold and Madge. It was like meeting my TV grandparents and seeing Anne's Madge and we're all far out. I remember that episode. That was when when she passed away. It was that was pretty traumatic. Um, no, it was great. Everyone was really lovely. I've been binging all the old episodes on Amazon. I am looking forward to the new series. It'll be interesting to see what it's like because, yeah, the finale was perfect. I mean, it's exciting that it is still going. Uh, but, yeah, really looking forward to tonight. And, yeah, we're celebrating Neighbours and it's a good thing. Hey, all you Neighbours fans. It's me, Lindley, here. Oh, my God. 10 out of 10 is what I'm going to start with. Boy, oh, boy, was I bloody nervous to, like, meet them all and was absolutely freaking out. I run a Plain Jane Superbrain fan page on Instagram. So it was Alan who played Dr. Carl, Ian who played Harold, Anne who plays Madge, and then Annie who plays Jane. Like three of them are 80s legends, and then like Dr. Carl. So they bunched like all the legends up in one group. Like they're all legends, but like the, like, oh my God, you might like pass out legends all in one group. So it was really, really nice. And I had the best meet and greet experience in my life. Annie is this, I was, she is like the sweetest human you could possibly meet. Like what everyone says about her, like what you see is what you get is literally what you see is what you get. I cannot fault her in any way whatsoever. Like she's the kindest human. I can't even word how I felt like, I was in a whole different dimension, like, world when that all happened. Alan is so calm. And, like, when he – because um, Anne Charleston and Ian Smith were sitting down at the table, Alan and Annie kind of walk you over to them. And you just go in this world and you're like, oh, my God, I'm talking to Madge and Harold. What the hell is going on? Like, Madge and Harold – and so I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Madge and Harold. I think the funniest thing that came out of Ian's mouth was, like, you don't care about us. Like, you're only here for one person. They were so, like, shocked with my age because they're like, hang on, you like Annie, like, you like Jane, but you're only 21. Like, they couldn't work it out. It was the funniest thing ever. So it was really nice and they were wonderful humans. And then I got to go to the lovely catch-up at the Young and Jackson's in Chloe's Bar, which, if you don't know, it's a pub in um, Melbourne, Victoria, it's about a five-minute walk from the um, Hamer Hall where they were playing. It was the best because you just got to mingle with people that you had stuff in common with. And the Neighbours girl, shout out to you, are an absolute slay. Like, that is what I said all night. That is my word. Like, they literally slay. Like, if you've ever met the Neighbours girls or if you were there that night, you would know how sweet they are. Like, they're the sweetest humans. And it was really cool actually getting to see them do, like, a live podcast and us all being kind of involved. So it was really nice. But the whole show was amazing. To see Ian Smith and Anne Charleston on stage together was next level. Like, I was like, this is so cool. And to hear funny stories, like Vivian Gray, like being a swearer on set, like swearing and shocking everyone. Or like how Anne Charleston had like the leather fluffy hand gloves in Madge's dying scene. Or shall I say like cock socks. Is that every everyone that went to the show should know what cock socks is for? Like that was absolutely hilarious. Like I couldn't stop laughing at that kind of stuff. It was just so beautiful and heartwarming, and you felt like you were just in their house having a cup of tea, just having a chat to them. 
and I feel like they need to do this more often. Neighbours, the 40th anniversary will be coming up soon, so I expect something. If you missed out, enjoy all the photos, enjoy all the videos, live through us like we had to live through the UK for a month. Bye.